0: Are you ready to become toxic person proof? Hey guys, Sarah K. Ramsey here to help you find love and success after a toxic relationship so you can design a life you're actually excited about living. Hello, wonderful. This is Sarah and we are going to talk about indecision is a decision and I am running out of shirt. So if you've been following my shirt journey. I'm running out very quickly. I had plenty, but um, indecision is a decision, is a huge concept, both that I want to make more publicly known um, and a huge concept in my book, Problem Solved Simple Habits for Complex Decisions. So let's chat indecision, okay? Um, It's really interesting that, well, first of all, we did not, probably did not learn a system for making decisions from our parents. Right. In that generation, it was like, hey, you do what your parents say. That's what you're supposed to do. And that's how you make a decision is what your parents think you should do. Okay, super normal culturally, not saying anything bad about anyone's parents, uh, but just that's kind of the way it was. Right. And then this weird thing came along called the Internet. Right. And people started being able to ask Google questions instead of authority figures or librarians or encyclopedias or whatever. Right. And I tell the story of uh, my parents, they had this chow puppy named Bear. And Bear was really cute. It was a black chow puppy. Oh my gosh, Bear was so cute. But Bear was a biter. And Bear bit everyone. Bear bit the children. Bear bit the neighbors. Bear bit the family, right? The uh, like, And Bear even bit himself. That chows have that huge fluffy tail. And when Bear was eating, he was like a, rrr, rrr, like while he was eating and like growl at his own tail. Like this was like in really like a super normal occurrence. Bear did not last at our house that long because he was literally biting children. It was anyway, but talking to my mom as an adult, I was like, what happened with bear? Like I, that just seems like maybe that was a bad family dog choice. And it was like, yeah. And she goes, yeah, Sarah, we didn't have the internet to Google best family pets right and when you think how like the information age is like such a baby right the fact that we're able to connect it's very normal for me to connect with people in other countries every single day every single day that wasn't normal for my parents that wasn't definitely wasn't normal for the generation before my parents right but we live in the information age now we have information at our fingertips And we take in a lot more information and we're stuck in sensory overload and we have a lot more information to make decisions from. And statistically, they did this weird study about jams. And I can't remember which college it was, but some they did a study about jams and it was like a farmer's market. And if they have five jams, I think they're They sold, we'll say, $200 at the farmer's market. And I thought, okay, we'll have 36 jams. And then we'll have, we'll sell $1,000 each day at the farmer's market because people have all these choices to make a decision. And when people have all these choices to make a decision, they'll be happier. Can you guess what happened? When people had 36 jam choices to make a decision from, They weren't nearly as happy and didn't spend as much money in this farmer's market as when there was only five jam choices because they went into decision-making fatigue, choice overload, information overload, right? So they just like, ah, okay, I don't want to make a decision. I'll just not buy any jam. And it's a silly story when it's jam, unless you're the jam maker, uh, but it's, it's showing up in our lives all the time and we think about putting off a decision and telling ourselves okay i need a little more information i need a little more information i need a little more information i'll tell you a story this week with the audiobook right so the audiobook it was all loaded everything was set up everything was great and then i got a message from someone and they said hey there's chapter 7s in there twice it's like chapter 6 and chapter 7 and i was like oh my word, you have got to be kidding me, right? This is taken care of like weeks ago, like what happened? What, you know, so if you got the Audible and you got the wrong, that one little thing, I will fix it for you. Just let me know. Um, It's fixed with Audible right now, but I'm not sure at what point people downloaded what, Anyway, I'll fix it for you. Um, My apologies. But I was incredibly frustrated and I was like, Oh my word. Okay. I'm going to redo these chapters and re-upload it and all this kind of stuff. And couldn't figure out how to do it. The person of all the things, the person who was in charge of doing this that I'd hired was having some like storm in their area. And so they kept like having blackouts and losing electricity. So they would like message me every two hours. Okay. I'm trying to fix it. I'm losing electricity. And I was like, oh my word. Like my stress level was like, okay. and using my own process, right? I think I waited 24 hours, which is 24 hours too long. Usually I'm actually faster than that, but I really like the person, my sound engineer. He's been wonderful. He did my first book. Anyway, I was just kind of waiting on him. And I was like, you know, I can't wait on him anymore. This has to be fixed. This has to be fixed now. And I went and hired someone else immediately. It was a very small job. It was like just like this one I don't have the editing software for this one chapter there was like some RSS. I don't even know what it means but anyway, it had to be formatted just a little bit differently for audible to accept it okay And so I just hired somebody else, found them it was taken care of in an hour. and when I operate from that place rather than okay, well, should I spend a couple hundred dollars getting someone else to fix this one file or should I not or should I do this and maybe you know, but then, I've already paid this one guy. And then, you know, it's going to be bad. Then someone's going to be mad at me because they're going to get the chapter. And it's going to be chapter seven twice, which is obviously super bad and unprofessional. Even my kids are like, mom, I'm almost like, I know your mother is imperfect. It is. She's an imperfect woman who tries to get it right. And then we all mess up, right? Well, I didn't, actually, I didn't mess up. but <laughs> I should have checked it in a different way so I am always personally responsible I guess but um the you know just that whole process of like okay what problem am I trying to solve I have got to get my audible correct okay now spaghetti thinking is oh my gosh why did this happen this was taken care of months ago why did they mess up don't they know that chapter seven needs to go win once, not twice. Like what in the world happened? I can't believe this is happening. This book has been so hard. This book has been so difficult. All I have is challenges. Maybe I'm not even supposed to put this out. Maybe I need to quit and change jobs and, you know, serve ice cream so everyone's happy, right? That's what spaghetti thinking looks like. And it creates indecision. It creates just moving, but not going anywhere. because. I don't know what to do. So I'm going to wait to decide what to do is a decision. And when I got clear on what problem I was trying to solve, it's like, I need, I need one little tiny file fix and I can reload it up to audible. No problem. Find someone else who's taken care of within an hour and getting really clear on what problem you're trying to solve rather than what should or shouldn't be happening, what other people should or shouldn't have done. I paid someone like it was their job to get this uploaded and they uploaded chapter seven twice okay it wasn't good but it, it it was done it was just done I can't control the weather they're having huge storms they can't fix it right it, it was just like there were so many things out of my control and just having to figure out okay what problem am I trying to solve I want my customers when they get the book to have a great audio experience and have the right chapters done right okay, great. So how can I make this happen? What action can I take to make this happen? Not it's unfair. This is happening. Why does this always happen to me? I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe they didn't, someone else didn't catch this. They should have, I paid the money to catch this, right? All those are thoughts that create indecision and prevent you from action. Okay. And so looking at indecision is a decision, which if you haven't seen my t shirt one of my favorites, um, looking at indecision is a decision. Uh, let's say I'm going to, I'm, I'm the world's worst about like starting a diet on Monday, right? It's like, Oh, not a diet. I know you're not, it's like, you're not supposed to call it that anymore. Um, eating healthier on Monday, we'll call it that. I think that's like politically correct right now. Um, so when I talk about, uh, the, it's like, okay, when I make a decision to eat healthy on Monday, I'm really making a decision to not eat healthy on Saturday and Sunday. But our brains don't do that. We tell ourselves, oh, I'm making a decision about Monday. And we kind of, and it's not your fault. It's just like this weird thing that's happening in everyone's brains, including mine, that we have to be really careful and conscious of. Because what we say is, oh, I know I need to have that hard conversation, but I haven't decided if I'm going to have that hard conversation. So I'm going to push that hard conversation off. And we tell ourselves, okay, I'll decide later, but we already made a decision. I'm not going to take care of it today. One of the best decisions I've ever made was hiring a business coach years and years and years ago um, and figuring out how to have an online business. And, you know, it was a huge investment for me as a single mom. I think it was like a third of my salary in the, the current job I was in when I, when I made that decision, best decision. You know, one of the best decisions I've ever made. Um, And you know, there were a couple other coaches I thought about, and a couple other coaches I hired, and it was like, "Ah, I don't know, I'll think about it, I'll think about it and get back to you, right? I'll think about it and decide later. No, what I was saying is, no, not you, which was okay. I'm glad I landed with the person I landed with, but it's like, okay, not you. But there's so many people who their life is a series of indecision. I'll start the business later. I'll write the book later. I'll have the hard conversation later. I'll have the, I'll leave the relationship later. I'll start the relationship later. I'll start a business later. I'll hire a coach later. I'll save for retirement later, whatever it is. And they tell themselves that they are deciding later, but they are deciding now. Just like if you say you're going to eat healthy on Monday, which you're hiding from your brain and again I'm not blaming you it's like does anyone else realize this is happening and this is this is the whole thing about problem solved and when I say okay you'll have more time and less stress more time less stress more time less stress because I see so many people in these decision-making frameworks that do not get them the life they want and so if you're listening to this and you like, I've got the job I want, the body I want, the relationship I want, the kids I want, the health I want, the whatever. If you don't have any problems, you don't need my book. Well, actually, you probably are frustrated with someone else in your life who is indecisive. So you probably still need my book. But um most of us have areas of life that we want to improve. And especially those of us who are honest with ourselves, because really, if anybody says, Oh, I don't have anything I want to improve, I go, oh. You seem like a really great, safe, honest, self-aware person. I'll back away now, right? I don't trust those people. Uh, but the, you can check out my first book, Becoming Toxic Person Proof, about those people. But within this process, if there's something you want to get better, you can do it The just like they had that old phrase, like work um, smarter, not harder, right? That's why we love dishwashers. We can just stick a dish in there and it comes out and our dishes are clean and we worked smarter, not harder. And I want you to think about a decision-making framework as that dishwasher. Like 100 years ago, nobody was thinking, oh, we need a dishwasher. It was just so such common practice to wash your own dishes. You, you just did it. No one thought about it. You just you wash your own dishes. Now, if you don't have a dishwasher, your dishwasher is broken. You're like, oh, I have to wash all these dishes, right? Because we've gotten so accustomed to working smarter, not harder in the area of dishes. Okay. And that's what I want for you in the area of decisions. When you are telling yourself, in the, oh, I'll decide later, switch in your head, just get honest with yourself. Because when you're honest with yourself, you build that self-trust, you build that self-confidence. It is really hard to be truly confident if you tell yourself little white lies. And I'll decide later is a little white lie. Just telling yourself. I'm making this decision to keep doing what I'm doing right now. I'm making the decision not to eat healthy today. I'm making the decision not to hire a coach today. I'm making the decision not to take action today. I'm making the decision not to exercise today. I'm making the decision. Don't tell yourself. Oh, I'll I'll decide later. I'll think about it and decide later, right? Because that think about it process we are all in information overload and the people the biggest difference I see in people who are just like rising and shooting to the top and then people who just kind of remain in the same problems over and over again these people are information collectors right and when there's a problem they're like great how can I analyze the problem I'm not talking about your engineers and coders and people who build bridges and I'm not I I love thank God those people exist because you want to talk about my brain not operating in that way. Thank goodness. There is someone to build the bridges. That is not me. I would have killed everyone. I am so sorry. We should all be so happy. I'm not building bridges. Um, But you know, those people that I'm talking about, it's like, they can't, they can't ever seem to move forward because well, and what about this? And what about this? And what about this? And they end up problem stacking Okay, or they end up saying something like, well, um, I'll make a decision when it's not scary, when there are no consequences, when it's not going to cost me anything emotionally or financially or it's not going to be an investment of my time or there's no possible place of failure or there's no possible bad outcome. Like when everything when it's not scary at all and everything I know I can predict the future and someone pays for it for me and I don't have to do anything hard, then I'll make a decision. We don't say that out loud right that's kind of why it's like this silly tongue-in-cheek and people are like oh my gosh you kind of say historically even as a kid I kind of said the things out loud that like no one else was really saying it's a curse and a blessing I'm sure as a kid I might have been a little annoying in some areas I'm pretty sure there was a teacher I told they were in the wrong profession and they quit the next year I mean they were in the wrong profession I think I saved Lots of children's happiness by this person quitting their job, but pretty bold move, right? So (laughs) this is sorry, it's a bad character trait Um, and a good character trait because it, it is one of those things that once you see it, you can't unsee it. And we're all goldfish swimming in our own bowl and there's beautiful ponds and beautiful lakes and wonderful places for goldfish. But if we're just used to being in our own bowl, we miss out on the beauty of nature. And if we're on our own heads and we don't get into that metacognition place of thinking about our thinking, we just go on autopilot, right? And we all have areas of our life we're in autopilot, whether it's brushing our teeth, I'm not even thinking about it, or I have the worst skincare routine in the world. Sometimes I wash my face before I go to bed. Sometimes I don't, don't judge. I also need a floss more, right? Like there's certain things we all like need to work on, right? And um, in areas of strength. So don't, you know, it's not, don't beat yourself up. Don't, you know, it's not like that. But I do want to, I'm really passionate about you being able to trust yourself and you really getting that confidence to have whatever you want. And I know that I know that I know when you tell yourself little white lies, like I'll think about it and decide later it breaks your confidence within yourself. It breaks your relationship with yourself. It breaks your ability to make decisions. It breaks your ability to make great decisions. And if you can just, if you take anything from this other than indecision is a decision, okay, if you take anything from this, what I want you to take from this is just tell yourself the truth. Don't say, I'm gonna eat healthy Monday. Say, I'm gonna eat unhealthy today. Then you you notice, you kind of go, Oh, I don't know if I will eat unhealthy today because once I tell myself the truth, it seems like maybe I'm not making the right decision. I'm like, problem solved, simple habits for complex decisions, right? That's, and not to be silly, like that's what I want. I want decision making to be easier because the reality is when your body has a decision to make, you are not tricking your nervous system. Your nervous system is like this going, hey, there's something wrong. We need to fix it. Hey, there's something wrong. We need to think about Hey, there's something wrong. We need to do something about it. Right. And you're like, yeah, I'll think about it later. It doesn't make your nervous system stop turning and it's anxiety and it's depression and it's fear and it's uh, just nervousness and it's exhaustion and it's burnout. And these are all the things I want to save you from through an easier and simple decision-making process so you solve problems and have less problems. So I hope you loved this little ditty on indecision is a decision. And if you have not gotten it yet, check out my newest book, Problem Solved, Simple Habits for Complex Decisions. I promise it will make life easier. It's a little bit like having a headache and you don't know you've had a headache. You've had a headache for like, well, I'll, I'll pick on my husband. His neck always hurts. And for somebody with sports injury, the best thing about playing the piano is I don't have sports injuries. So now that I'm getting old and there's gray hairs picked in here that I like spray so you can't see them. Um, the I've never dyed my hair it's coming it's coming soon um the uh when you think about um not having sports injuries there's some people who live with sports injuries and they're aching and they're hurting and like my husband's neck's always hurting you know and it's just like and if you get relief from that you go oh my gosh I had no idea my neck was hurting that much. You go, maybe you go to the chiropractor. It's like, and they crack your back or whatever. And it's like, Oh my gosh, I had no idea my neck was really hurting that much. Cause you just got used to your neck hurting or you got used to that sports injury. And then finally, when you have surgery or you find the right doctor or find some whatever, then it's like, Oh my gosh, how was I living that way? How was I possibly living in that much pain and, and suffering through it? And that's what I want this book to be for you. It's that ibuprofen or the surgery or whatever it is that you go, oh my gosh, this is so much easier. This is so much better. This is so much simpler. How was I living before this, right? And so I want that the book Problem Solved Simple Habits for Complex Decision to be your guide to more time, less stress. You can beat burnout and have more time for what matters most, whether it's spending time with your kids, building a business. Um, taking a nap, doing yoga, serving your community, whatever it is that is most important to you. I want you to be able to think about those things rather than losing your life in indecision or trying to solve problems that aren't even the right problem to solve or don't have a solution. Um, Just having more time and more energy for the things that matter most. So thank you for joining me today and check out Problem Solved Simple Habits for Complex Decisions.